Well, it, it kind of is war and peace. A tale of a couple of cities. Fury from construction workers in Melbourne storming the streets over COVID restrictions. But, of course, it's a different situation here in Sydney. I wonder why it is a different situation. Tradies that I speak to in Sydney, and I know a lot of them, obviously, being an ex-tradie myself, um, reluctantly, yes, in some cases, they've gone ahead and done the right thing, followed the public health orders and gone and get vaccinated because it's a requirement as well under a health order for many who work on construction sites to be fully vaxxed or at least have had one dose. But obviously in Victoria, there seems to be a different mindset. Or does there? I wonder whether, and the CFM, you have been very clear in saying that, you know, yes, there might be a few of their members who are anti-vax or for whatever reason won't get vaccinated, but they believe that in a way their brand, their union is being tarnished by extreme right-wingers who seem to have, I don't know, hijacked uh, the cause and are leading to what we're seeing on streets in Melbourne at the moment. Basically, it can't be allowed to happen. There was anarchy yesterday. Uh, It was embarrassing. And surely police will be out in greater numbers for the third day today so that we don't see repeated scenes of, of people in their cars just going about their business on the Westgate Bridge being almost carjacked by these hooligans, by the mob, you know, and reporters being targeted and harassed and having urine thrown on them and all the rest of it. Uh, pr- public property, including police vehicles being smashed and kicked and all the rest of it. It has to stop. Van Badham is from Victoria, although she's currently here in New South Wales caring for a family member. Van, good morning to you. Good morning, Marcus. How are you, darling? Good. I'm glad I've got you on this because you've been warning about this kind of behaviour for a while now, haven't you? In fact, you've written a book, uh, which we've spoken about before, but you do touch on some of the, uh, uh, the extremists that perhaps are showing their ugly side in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah, and and let's be very clear, like the kind of extremists who I've been monitoring and other extremist monitors have been keeping an eye on for months, if not years, they're turning up to these actions in Melbourne. Like I want people to be aware of the fact that, yep, there are maybe a couple of CFMEU members who are participating in these demonstrations, but there are also all of these extreme right internet celebrities who keep popping up in the footage. And how interesting, these are not CFWU members. These are the kind of people who go on the internet with uh, far-right screeds and anti-vax this and anti-lockdown protests and the rest of it. And these are not, you know, this is not some organic workers' uprising. These are targeted and organised interventions that are there to cause trouble, primarily for uh, Daniel Andrews. That's why these protests are happening in Victoria and not elsewhere. Although we know that there have also been anti-lockdown protests in Western Australia and in Queensland, which is interesting, Marcus, because I don't think those states have been locked down. Yep, absolutely. Look, I I, I wonder whether uh, protests are hijacked by professional protesters. I mean, I think there's plenty of evidence to suggest that that is the case. Uh, you you touched on uh, so-called far-right extremist celebrities. Um, does Karen play a part in this? What's her name? <laughs> well, people on the internet call her Bunnings Karen, 
Uh, this is, of course, Karen spelt with a very prominent Q. Um, and <laughs> yes, Bunnings Karen made a celebrity of herself by going to a Bunnings and kicking off about being made to wear a mask like any other responsible and reasonable adult. That was not what this woman wanted to participate in. And the footage, which shot by herself, by the way, went viral of her screaming at Bunnings employees, people who are trying to do their job under very stressful circumstances. I'm one of those people, Marcus, that rudeness to staff, that's a red line for me. If you are rude to people who are just doing their job, especially in a retail or hospitality capacity, for me, like that's the ultimate character signifier about the kind of person you are. Yeah. And this video went viral because I think Australians were like, what is this? Well, what do you know? Guess who's been at these demonstrations in Melbourne doing a bit of tradie cosplay? Had a beanie on the other day. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, we yeah, know... Okay. Who you are, love. Mm. You have been uploading your own videos to the internet. And, of course, there's a, a bunch of them yeah, who, okay. yep. you know, who are stars of their own YouTube fantasy. What about this go on- RV Yemeni guy? Uh, he seems, in my mind, I've um, inadvertently watched a couple of his things, but he seems uh, to be stirring up the mob as well. Uh, would well I of be- course he is. Right in saying that, I, I I don't know. He claims to be a journalist. This bloke, um, <laughs> he is not a journalist. Okay, journalists, sorry. Journalists tend to work for media organisations. That's the definition of a journalist. Mm. You know, filming yourself with your phone does not make you a journalist. That's not how this works. That's like saying stabbing your leg with a pen makes you a doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'll remember that next time I do surgery on myself. Van, yeah. um, by the way, Marcus, yes. don't do surgery on yourself. I won't, Just I don't. promise. But he, he claims to be from an organisation called, quote, Rebel News, unquote. Uh, oh, I mean, even Rebel the term News. rebel the, signifies... The far, right, the far right internet operation okay. that's run out of Canada that right. platforms racists and white supremacists. I mean, I've heard of Rebel News, yes, because Rebel News is a foreign propaganda organisation. And this is the thing. I want everyone to be really clear about this. The the coordination of these kinds of uh, demonstrations, the anti-lockdown protests that we saw a few weeks ago that were Mm. enraging, like the big one in Sydney, it was discovered by data trackers, by the kind of researchers who sit on the internet all day and look at where information is going. But those anti-lockdown protests were coordinated by a group of extremists in Germany. Now, I'm a bit of a history buff, Marcus, and yeah. I just want to say, if you're involved in something being coordinated by a group of right-wing extremists in Germany, mm. historically that tends to not work out so well, and maybe you want to reevaluate the decisions you're making in life. Maybe watch this really good movie called Downfall about where that kind of behaviour ends up. Mm. You know, it is absolutely shocking to me that yeah. there are a small group of Australians who participate in this gross antisocial behaviour that risks public health, who are there because they are not asking questions about the material that they're watching and absorbing on the internet. Like, there, there would have been people who turned up because they have been amped up by propaganda, these you know, crazy videos that get circulated on places like Telegram. Yeah. And, and without asking, who made this? Hmm. Why did they make it? 
why am I sort of being encouraged to participate in these antisocial actions? Who is behind it? What are the names? Yeah. Why is Bunnings Karen here? Why is Avi Yamini here? Why are these right-wing, you know, social media activists, why are they pretending um, that they're here out of, you know, as part of some kind of organic worker movement? Are these the people it's that... It's really frightening. Yeah. It's really, really frightening. And it's the gullibility yeah. of the people who are going along with this nonsense that's probably the most frightening thing about it. These are the people that Bill Shorten referred to as hard-right man-baby Nazis. Uh, and, you know, the kind of people who attack journalists like... Uh, um, oh, I've forgotten his name. The guy from Channel 7 who uh, came under attack not once but twice. He had a full-blown uh, V-can thrown at the back of his head, which drew blood, but that wasn't the worst of it. He was also crash-tackled by these thugs into a bin... Uh, which could have severely damaged his back. I mean, it's just outrageous. I need, well, I hope that the police come out in numbers this morning and they quell before it even starts. So we can't have these morons masquerading as protesters, running rampants in the second largest city of Australia, you know, just doing whatever the hell they like, stopping traffic, running onto freeways, all the rest of it. I don't care whether how many uh, rubber bullets are used or tear gas canisters. We need to have it stopped and stopped immediately. Oh, well, they are thugs. They are absolute thugs. They are the worst of the worst and the lowest of the low. And the disrespect for Victorians is the dead giveaway here. But Victorians have done this harder than anybody else. More lockdowns, more restrictions. And, you know, we're community-minded people in Victoria. We're a small state. And, you know, our geography means that we're all very visible to one another. And when we had those horrible outbreaks last year, we banded together and we put up with it. You know, because yep. it was solidarity. It was solidarity to your neighbour who may not be able to get a vaccination. That's it. it was solidarity to, you know, the people you love and the families around them in nursing homes. Yeah. And and we did it. And we did it for the rest of the country as well. We That's knew right. that if we locked down, we would spare our fellow Australians from what we were going through and we right. did it. So the absolute betrayal mm-hmm. of community values that's represented yeah. by these thugs, some of whom are professional thugs, mm-hmm. in this store-bought off-the-internet high-vis, mysteriously have no company logos on them, which is new, <laughs> or very clean. Some, there's Somebody's actually collecting photos of how clean everybody's shoes are yeah. at those protests. Yeah. Don't really look much Odd. like the tradies I know. No, that's right. <laughs> Not like the tradies I know. You know, uh, yeah. there's no uh, dusty cement left over from the cement mixer. Uh, there's no marks from welding. Uh, there's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's no solidarity and there's no sticking together. All right. You know, like, and that for me is the biggest dead giveaway. And when they went onto the Westgate Bridge, the Westgate Bridge is a really powerful symbol in Victoria. Of course, it is. The accident there yeah. that killed construction workers. That's that killed right. Working people. Yeah. It is. It is a memorial to people who got killed for turning up just to do a day at work because and safety procedures weren't followed. Yep. And to desecrate that symbol, they're not Victorian tradies. No. You know, these might be people who work on building sites, but they're not part of that community to desecrate that bridge in the memory of those workers who died. Well I said. absolutely disgust me. Yep. Well said, Van. Thank you so much. I mean, it, it's akin to seeing people, uh, tradies or otherwise, high-vis wearers or otherwise, uh, ransacking and 
running rampant along the, the Harbour Bridge. That's how significant it obviously is.